Tron Jordheim. Thanks for tuning in to the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. And uh, we're going to talk more today about whatever's on my mind. So stay tuned. Thanks for being here. And uh, check it out. Please stay tuned. We've got a word from a sponsor, and then we'll get to the show. Thanks. Welcome to a series I'm doing called Leadership Spotlight, where I talk about and talk with CEOs, leaders, presidents, business owners, uh, other C-level executives, learning about how they see leadership, how they do leadership, and how leadership is changing as the days go by. So tune in, and thanks for being here on the Troncast with Tron Jordheim. All right, welcome. I'm I'm here with my friend John Dario from New York, and uh, we're we're going to talk about leadership for a little bit because that's uh, what so many things come down to. So, uh, friends, here's uh, John Dario. He is the chief of operations at Edison Properties. John, tell us just a little bit about yourself and introduce yourself, please. Sure, sure. Thank you, John. I'm, uh, you know, I'm excited to have this conversation with you. I appreciate being included in, in, uh, in the process. Um, my, uh, right, my, my role is uh, COO at Edison Properties. We're a real estate company um, uh, that runs a couple of flagship brands, Manhattan Mini Storage, um, uh, the, uh, the market leader in the self-storage business in, in uh, Manhattan. We also have a, a large parking business, Edison Parkfast, uh, which has parking lots in, in New York and Newark, uh, Secaucus and Baltimore. Uh, we've got a residential apartment building. We've got a, a couple of office businesses and a large office building in, in Midtown Manhattan um, and various other properties. So um, we've, uh, we, we, we cut across a, a bunch of different uh, real estate uh, genres. Um, my, I've been with the company for, for uh, just a bit over five years now. Uh, my background is entirely in retail um, or, or primarily in retail and financial services retail. I grew up in the world of, of uh, Macy's and, and Gap and, and the like and uh, spent some time with Bank of America and, and uh, did, a, did a, uh, a really uh, a fairly long stint at TravelX, the world's uh, leader in, in retail foreign currency. Um, so I've, uh, I've been exposed to a few different things and real estate's just kind of the latest, uh, the latest in my, uh, in my bucket. Well, that's pretty, pretty interesting for sure. So how did you get to the leadership position in your company? Because, uh, you know, there aren't, aren't too many people above the ladder from you, right? So you're, you're, you're the guy. <laughs> Yeah, look, uh, um, I'm I'm fortunate. Uh, I'm fortunate to work for some great people. Um, the owners, the, the owners at Edison are uh, are, are really real, real quality people. Um, I came in to run the mini storage business um, a few years ago, uh, and that was um, fairly consistent with my retail background. I mean, the mini storage business is is um, is is a pretty nuts and bolts retail business when you get right down to it. Um, and my, uh, my boss, the chief operating, operating officer who hired me, uh, retired and, uh, and I was fortunate enough to, uh, to be tapped to, uh, to fill his shoes. 
which was a big job. Uh, he had been there for a long, long time, and he established mm -hmm. uh, quite a uh, quite a uh, track record for himself. So, um, you know, it's been a been a great opportunity for me and a great learning experience to uh, to, to cross over into some of the other businesses. Wow, that's wonderful. So, it it may seem obvious at first glance what your organization does, but tell me what what problem does your company solve for people? Yeah, look, there's there's a lot of real estate companies out there. I mean, I think we we try and uh, zero in on on uh, on a couple of things. I mean, obviously, when we're you know we're 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 leasing space to people, whether it's storage space or parking space or office space or living space or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I, I think we we really focus on on uh, location. Um, we we uh, you know we don't we haven't expanded our storage business outside of Manhattan because uh, we want to we want to be in the right places in Manhattan. We uh, our our parking uh, parking operations are all in in uh, uh, highly. Uh, uh, highly trafficked uh, spots, either for, for commuters or for uh, local residents in the community or whatever. Our, um, uh, our, our uh, office buildings are, are in uh, you know, premier locations for people who, who want to be right at the heart of the action or right in the, in the transit hubs. So um, really, I, I think um, the, the problem we're solving is we're, we're trying to give people space closest to, to where they need it, in the, in the best possible spot for where they need it. And we're trying to add to that um, the amenities, whether it's technology or service or, or, um, or other add-ons that make the space most usable for them. Hmm. Excellent. What's your big goal for the next year? <laughs> um, uh, probably, probably everybody's uh, everybody's answer to that one is just trying to dig out of the of the uh, pandemic hole. Um, and uh, you know, I, I think we're no different, right? Um, each one of yeah. our businesses has been impacted um, a bit differently by mm. uh, by the pandemic, and um, you know, there's. There's, um, uh, you know, we've done a lot of analysis to try and figure out what we think the, the pace of return is going to be. Um, you know, we've started to see some, some return in, in, uh, in some of our businesses, uh, others not, not, not so much yet, um, but we expect that 2021 will, will um, you know, we'll begin to see some, some, uh, some return to normal at some point. Obviously, we're all counting on vaccines and, and everything else to, to, uh, yeah. to help pull us out of the, out of the mess. Um, but I think there's, there's also that component of, of not yet knowing what's not going to return to normal. I mean, there, there right. will be, there will be some things that, that are probably going to be changed forever. And, and I think our big, our big challenge, Sean, is, is trying to sort out the difference, which are the things that are going to come back and, 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 and at what pace and which are the things that aren't going to come back. And, and we need to start finding uh, some alternatives or some replacements for, and, and that's really the, the big question in front of us. Yeah, and I, and I think I, I'm here. Some I'm hearing some people saying, you know, there's things that could come back that they don't want to have come back. That they've found other ways of doing things that they prefer, or you know, would rather keep moving. So that that's going to be interesting too. Uh, you you bring up a, a great point. I mean, that's uh, you know, in in some cases, uh, you know, we've already replaced some of our some of our kind of uh, uh, variable business with uh, with some longer term uh, replacement deals. And, and I don't know that that's such a such a bad thing. Um, you know, right. given given the exposure we had to to the pandemic and the and, and the big dips we saw in some, some parts of our markets, um, it might be good to have uh, something that's a little bit more stable going forward. 
Yeah, that makes sense. So, so what, what professional challenges are you facing for yourself this year as you know, you, you've had to adapt to new situations and uh, I'm sure you've become a different leader over these last 10 months. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Uh, you know, there's probably a whole combination of things all at the same time that, that, uh, that I've, I've personally had to deal with. Um, and I'm no different than, than most in, in a couple of regards. First of all, the, the challenge of having to lead an organization remotely is, um, is, is a big one, right? Um, the, mm -hmm. um, you know, having, having our operations um, based in, in New York City and, and Newark, um, you know, two cities where the, where the, uh, the pandemic, um, you know, at least initially hit very, very hard um, yeah. and, and led to shutdowns, uh, you know, stay at home orders and so on. Uh, we, we closed our offices and, and, uh, and of course we had our field, our field people out there as essential personnel. Um, but, you know, those of us based in the offices were, were working from home and have been working from home. Um, you know, I have, um, I have very mixed emotions on this. Um, uh, on the, on the one hand, I, you know, I, I feel for, for the parts of our team who are out there on the front lines day in and day out, um, you know, working, working hard, serving our, serving our customers and our tenants and so on. And, um, you know, I think we have to be in, in, uh, in kind of hand in hand with them in terms of, um, uh, not hiding, hiding too far behind the scenes. Uh, I think, you know, we, we, we owe it to them to, to, to be supportive. Um, at the same time, I I know from uh, from some personal experience how how uh, how bad this pandemic is, how bad this virus can be, and and um, I care very deeply for for the people I work with. And the last thing I want to do is put anybody into into uh, into harm's way. Um, and uh, and at the same time, I I truly believe that that we're all better when we're, when, when we at least have some of our time together in an office environment where we're, yes. where we're able to collaborate and we're, and we're able to, uh, to feed off of each other's um, uh, input and, and energy and, and everything else. So while I'm, I'm thrilled that the, you know, that the, the, the people on, on the Edison team have, have been very productive working in a, in a remote environment, uh, the reality is that that you know you get into this seven, eight, nine months, and and um, you know there's certain certain uh, certain degradations to the engagement levels that that just have to you know they're, they're going to have to naturally occur, and and so that walking that line between getting people back into the office, but also keeping people safe and 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 bridging the gaps that that exist, and trying to keep people engaged while while still keeping everybody safe is. Uh, I can't can't under understate how much of a challenge that is. Yes, I believe that. I believe that. So, well, tell me what what sort of plans or worries wake you up in the middle of the night? Because I know if you're anything like me, sometimes you pop up in the middle of the night, and it's either a brilliant idea or you just scared yourself, right? So, <laughs> yeah, I, um, uh, I I'm I'm. Uh, uh, hoping for some more of those brilliant ideas to be waking me up. There, they haven't been uh, they haven't been flashing quite as brightly lately. But um, the uh, you know I I have to be honest. The the thing that worries me most is the things that I don't know about or the things that we haven't thought about. Um, you know I think the the I'm I'm fortunate to have a to have a team that's that's got a a lot of tenure and a lot of wisdom and and um, they've experienced a lot of things. Um, and 
you know, what this year has shown, shown us uh, very, very clearly, I think, is that uh, there's, there's, there's just things you can't possibly predict. There's, there's nobody in the world that, that, you know, would have thought we'd be dealing with what we're dealing with right now. And, um, you know, we've had a couple of other, a couple of other situations like that, that have kind of come out of nowhere. And those are the ones that, that really concern me. Um, you know, I, 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 so I, I worry about, I worry about what we haven't worried about. And, right. um, right. it's kind of a weird way to say it, but, um, uh, you know, I, sometimes I think it's a matter of just, uh, just questioning everything and, and trying to, trying to, trying to move every rock and, and, uh, and sometimes that can get frustrating to, to, uh, to the people on the team when you're, when it, when it seems like you're, you're looking for problems where problems don't exist. But, right. um, in my view, I, I think, um, trying to anticipate some of that stuff is the only way to stay ahead of it. Well, and as, as the COO, I mean, the resiliency of the organization is key to your success. And how do you prepare to be resilient for something you can't anticipate, right? That's, uh, that's oof, yeah. tricky stuff. Uh, you're, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, you can, you can, you know, if you, if you anticipate something and you, you can build a plan for it and, and if it happens to, if it happens to happen, then you've got your plan. So there's, there's not really a big need to worry about it. Um, uh, other than worrying about execution and, and, um, you know, execution, uh, look, I, after, after 30 plus years in, in, in different types of, of management roles, um, you know, I think it's always wise to worry about execution. You, you know, as, yeah. as much as, as much as you can have a, a, a good plan in mind, if you don't execute it, it's, it's all for naught. Um, but execution is completely within our control, right? I mean, we can, right. we can, um, there's why you can worry about it. You, you also can, can do a lot about it. So, um, it's, uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, I think executing is, is at the end of the day, the, the most important thing. Yeah. Well, I'd agree with that. So how do you stay balanced between your, you know, your mind, your body, your soul, your business, your family? How, how do you do that? That's, uh, not always so easy. It's not. Um, it's not, and I. And it's taken me a. It's taken me a while. Um, I. I feel like I'm reasonably successful at it now. Um, not so much earlier in my career. Um, I. Uh, I spent a good part of my my early my early career um, uh, working way too many hours and and uh, and not not putting enough time into my into my family and my personal life, and I regret that. Um, that said. Uh, I, I did learn from it, and um, and so far, I think in in the thirty plus years, uh, I I can't remember a day when I've gotten my entire to do list done, um, right. either at home or at work. So right. um, my uh, I guess the 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 lesson is that there's always more to do, and and um, I'm way better when I'm when I'm focused. I'm way better at right. work when I'm focused on work, and I'm way better at home when I'm focused on home. And, um, you know, I, I uh, uh, as, I've, as I've said a couple of times, I'm, I'm fortunate to have a good team at work and, and yes. um, I, feel, I feel comfortable being able to, to, uh, to, to, to not think about work, um, you know, every hour of the day and, and know that, that things are being taken care of. And I also uh, am very fortunate with my family. They, they, uh, they, uh, they support me very well and, and uh, I know they deserve my, my time 100% when I'm, when I'm home. 
Yeah, and and to and to that, I uh, I know someone who told me once, you can only do what you can do, and I thought, oh well, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. But no, it's that's 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 it. You can only do what you can do. So indeed. And, and I and I know some of the folks on your team, so that that makes your ability to do pretty wide and broad when you have a a good team of experienced people who can just do what needs to be done, right? For sure, no no doubt about it. And um, look, I um, I think the minute as as leaders, the minute we think we're uh, we have all the answers or we're the we're the indispensable one, that's the minute we're uh, we're setting ourselves up for for some real problems. Right. Well. What other kind of things would you like to talk about? What other kind of things are on your mind or that kind of came to thought while we were talking that, that you'd like to pull out? Yeah, I think, look, uh, um, one, one, uh, one thing that I think is important that follows on on, uh, on this theme of, of people and, and people in the organization, I've, uh, people generally want to do a good job, right? I mean, I, 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 it's very rare that you run into people um, who want to sabotage the company or want to sabotage the right. industry or anything else. It's, you know, people want right. to succeed. They, they like to be part of a winner. They like, they like to succeed. Different people have different views of what that means and, and they have different levels of commitment to making it happen. Um, but the bottom line is everybody wants to do, do good. And, um, you know, I, I, I truly believe if you, if you take that approach as a, as a leader or as a boss, and and you and you see your role as helping other people succeed and and helping them find the find the path to success, the, then you're 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 creating an attitude and a and a partnership that is that is most likely to generate positive results and and uh, you know the minute the minute you start believing that people you know uh, don't want to do the right thing or or need to be need to be beaten into submission or 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 anything like that you're uh, you're creating an environment that's that's uh, just gonna, going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy in a, in a bad way, so. Oh yeah, that's for sure. And you know, one thing I learned too is, is my expectations of what uh, an employee could do needed to match their expectations of what they could do. And when those two things match, then it didn't take a whole lot, you know? If I underestimated them or overestimated them and uh, based on what they thought of their own position. Oh, then that was static. That was not fun. Uh, that's a great statement. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in the, in the uh, situational leadership model. And I think what you just said is fits perfectly with, uh, with that situational leadership model. And, and I think that's exactly the right formula for, for getting, getting, uh, getting to the best possible results. Oh, wonderful. Well, I think that's, that's a, that's a great kind of segue to wrap things up with, uh, the idea of, uh, we should all study situational leadership a little bit more and get get that uh, get our chops in that area down pretty good. John, thanks so much for spending time with me today. I know you have a hundred things to do, and uh, I sure appreciate it. And uh, I hope everyone takes some great lessons from hearing some of your thoughts. Thanks so much for being here. Of course, Ron. Thank you. Uh, thanks again for uh, for including me. I'm uh, I'm happy to be able to catch up with you. Wonderful. Do you know about the Self Storage Hawaii Unconference? Because if you don't, sit tight and listen to this. And if you do know about it, if you've not registered yet, what are you doing? Go register.
hawaiiunconference.com, hawaiiunconference.com. In October 2021, we will gather some of the warmest and brightest people in the self-storage world on the big island of Hawaii at the beautiful Marriott Waikoloa Resort, and it'll be an unconference. So what's an unconference? So at an unconference, it's the attendees who create the content. So as we get ready to meet in October, we'll be exchanging lots of ideas about what's the topic of the day? What are people concerned about? What are the opportunities people are trying to figure out? Uh, what's going on in operations that are trends that people have to look at? What's happening with acquisitions and dispositions and raising money and all the things that people have on their minds? And we will create a program around that. And the attendees will be panelists. Some of the attendees and sponsors will be presenting to talk about new ideas, new ways of, of making old ideas work well. It's a fantastic way to get some really good, serious learning about things you really want to know about. And we do sessions until about noon. And then afternoon, it's networking for the rest of the day. So you can uh, circle back around on some of the most interesting topics with other attendees. You can hang out with some of the sponsors and really get to understand their offerings and their products and their services and, and why they developed in the way they did. Uh, and you might also get in some snorkeling or some golfing or some touring around the big island, which is just an amazing place. Uh, and then in the evenings, also networking. Uh, we'll have uh, small dinners, some group dinners. It, it'll be fantastic. And now you might be saying, what? You're doing an in-person conference in the COVID age? Are you nuts? Well, by October 2021, it seems obvious at this point that it's going to be possible to travel, that with uh, testing improving, with some uh, promising vaccines on the horizon, with uh, safety protocols becoming more obvious and more effective, we're going to be able to do it. Plus, we'll be in an open air environment. When we're in our uh, sessions, we can have all of the sliding doors open and have the ocean breeze coming with us. When we're getting together, we can be six or 10 feet apart from each other. We can wear our masks, whatever we need to do. It'll work. It's going to be fantastic. Go to hawaiiunconference.com. Check out our sponsors, get registered, and we hope to see you there to share some aloha with you. Thanks. Please stay tuned. We've got a word from a sponsor, and then we'll get to the show. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the TronCast with me, Tron Jordheim. I sure appreciate it. I'm glad you were able to hang around and listen to some of my thoughts, some of my interviews, uh, some of the things I'm talking about today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. See ya.